This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com One of the Talmidim of the Chazoynish, who used to go visit the Chazoynish, once lamented that every moment he spoke to the Chazoynish, he felt bad he was depriving the world of the Chazoynish during that moment. In a similar sense, I feel that every moment I stand up here, I'm depriving the Kehillah of the majestic Tyra of Yerav Shlita. As mentioned, I had the very special fortune to attend the Rav Shir for a number of years each week. And in fact, uh, just last night, I said over from the Rav on Parshas Vayakel, why in Vayakel, we say that Bethalel put in the Badim, and then it says the purpose of the Badim was Lasesis Arain, which in fact is not true. The purpose of the Badim is not to carry the Arain. The Aron carried uh, those who carried it. And then in Pekude, it says Moshe put in the Badim. Well, who took out the Badim so that Moshe could put them back in? It's allowed to take out the Badim. And I remember the Rav explained that an Aron is only an Aron with the Luchais. So when Betzalel put in the Badim, it didn't have the halachic status of an Aron yet. At that point, why did it need Badim? It was Lassi, says Aron. After that, Moshe Rabbeinu put in the Luchais. Now it has the halachic status of an Aron, and there it no longer says the purpose of the Badim is to carry the Aron. Really, so just treat my words as a, a light interlude. With his boy name, Bain Parsha Parsha. It's also a dear pleasure, a great pleasure to see my dear friend, uh, Dr. Chaim Moller, who is uh, my partner in many of the Svarim, and I thank him for all of his assistance. It seems like Pesach is far off, but of course we know it's just around the corner. We're already within arm's length of the Shloishim Yom Kaidem Achag. And tonight, instead of sharing with you Vertlos on the Haggadah, I would like to present to you an approach to the Haggadah where we're studying the Haggadah as a living entity, as a document to try to understand what is the structure of the Haggadah, the flow of the Haggadah. Why certain ideas are located where they are, why certain ideas are located in the beginning or the middle or the end of the Haggadah. The most oft-repeated Pasuk in Haggadah Shal Pesach is V'higaratol l'bidcha b'ayam avulemar ba'avorzeh asa Hashem li v'tzeisim This Pasuk appears in the response to the Rasha. It appears in the response to the Shena Yadei Elisha. We mention it again in Yochel Meirish Chodesh. We mention it again in Bechol Dor Vodar. Why do we mention this Pasuk so often? Certainly, according to the Sefer HaTishbi, Sefer HaTishbi is a very interesting Sefer, written by Rabbi Yehobachor, one of the Italian grammarians. I actually had the privilege to be at his kever in Italy. It's a small island off of Venice, Lido Island. Rabbi Yaakov Emden wrote footnotes on the Sefer HaTishbi. And the Sefer HaTishbi writes, the source of the word Haggadah comes from the Pasuk, v'higadeta where does this word Haggadah come from? This special word. Where does it come from? What is the etymology of the word Haggadah? Sefer Tishri says it comes from Accordingly, we can understand why we keep on repeating this Pasuk again and again. But last year I saw in the Haggadah of Shivan Schwab, 
that the entire structure of Haggadah Shel Pesach is predicated upon the Pasuk of Vihigadah Talabim Chavayim Avuleimah. The Haggadah begins, Manishtana, Avodim Hoyinu. That is derived from Vihigadah Talabim Your son asked, you tell him an answer. Vihigadah Talabim Bayoim Havu on that day. That's Yochal Merosh Chodesh. Talmud Loimar Bayoim Havu. Then you say over the whole story, Masvul Begnusim, Asayim Bishvach. That is derived from Lamar. Lamar, say, say the whole thing. Ba'avorzeh, because of this, this refers to Rav Gamliel Hayoimer, the explanation for the mitzvahs of the night. Asa Hashem Ali, God performed for me. That corresponds to B'chol Dar Vador, Chayv Adam Lirais Es Atzmoi, Kilo Yasami Mitzrayim. Says Rib Schwab in the name of his father, it says Mitzrayim, of course, alludes to Hallel. It says Mitzrayim. So not only is the word Haggadah derived from the Behigada Telebincha, but the entire structure of the Haggadah Shel Pesach emanates from this Pasuk. Actually, in the Malbim Haggadah, it is also brought down that the source of the structure of Haggadah Shel Pesach comes from this Pasuk. My grandfather, who was a rabbi in Pittsburgh for over 70 years, that's a long time to be a rabbi. He was a Talmud Muvuk and a Ben Bais by Ramanasim Zamba. He passed away two years ago at 106 years old. His grandfather was the Rav in the city of Linschitz at the time that the Malbum ran away and wrote the commentary of the Malbum. So my grandfather actually grew up as a Yasalim, so he only knew his grandfather who is best friends with the Malbim. So my grandfather always spoke about the Malbim. In fact, the Rashi Tevois of his name was Zikni Moiri, Mardachai, Leib Ben Yosef Manatham. So he felt a very strong connection to the Malbim. He didn't like to quote over the Malbim Haggadah because the Malbim Haggadah is not from the Malbim. It's somebody who used the methodology and the the approach of the Malvum and applied it toward the Haggadah Shel Pesach. Okay, be it as it may, that is the structure of the Haggadah. But let's study the structure in another angle as well. We know there's a mitzvah every night of the year, according to Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah, Leman, Tizgar, Esiyam Tzeischem, Me'aretz Mitzrayim, Kol Yimei Chayecha. You have to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, according to Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah, every night of the year, and according to the Chathamim, at least every day, Besides the daily mitzvah, to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim, there's a special mitzvah, the night of the Seder, you got to tell the bincha by Yom Avu Lamar. And of course, we're all familiar with the kasha of Reb Chaim, the grach, and the stencil, the Yimach brings it, that if indeed there's a mitzvah to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim every night of the year, what is unique, what is significant about the mitzvah, the night of the Seder? But there's an even more basic question. You know, the worst thing you could do to start off to say that is to say, you know, everyone's been preparing for this day for 30 days or more. We've been cooking, we've been cleaning, we've been learning. By the way, everyone, just so you should know before we start, there's nothing special about tonight. What a bubble burster to start to say that. You know, the worst thing you could do before somebody does something special is to say, Really? I hear that every single day. So why begin the Seder with this Mishnah, 
Mesaprim Yitzias Mitzrayim Baleloi Summer of Elizabeth Ben Azaria Harei Ani Kabem Shivim Shan of Loi Zochisi Shetermal Yitzias Mitzrayim Baleloi That is not relevant to the night of the Seder. So these are two really two different questions. Question number one is what is significant about the mitzvah of Sipor Yitzias Mitzrayim? We have a mitzvah every night of Zakira. But perhaps even more difficult is why begin the night of the Seder by saying we should really be doing this every day? So, Reb Chaim would say, and it's from the Emek Brasa that he heard from the Briskarov, that there are three differences to the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzchitz Mitzrayim that are distinctive from the daily mitzvah of Zechira Yitzchitz Mitzrayim. The first Nekudah Reb Chaim would say is that the rest of the year you just have to relay the events, you just have to tell the story. But the night of the Seder it has to be in a special method, in a special format. The sun has to ask and you need to respond. It has to be shaklavataria, question and answer. That is the first distinctive quality of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And then Reb Chaim would say that the rest of the year you just have to say the basic narrative, not so the night of, of the Seder. The night of the Seder you have to go through all the gory details. Masvel Begnos, Messiah Mishkat. You have to talk about and number three, Reb Chaim would say the third distinctive quality of Sipur Yitzis Mitzrayim is that we have to explain the rationale behind the Mitzvah Salayla. Ram Gamliel In fact, the Yemek Bracha says that this actually accounts for the very structure of Haggadah Shal Pasach. The Haggadah begins, Manishtana Avodim that is where we have the question and the answer. That's the Darach Shaklavataria. That's how we fulfill the first Nukuda mentioned by the, by Reb Chaim. Then we go on to Masvel Begnus of Messiah in the Shvach. That's how we fulfill saying over the whole narrative from beginning until end. And then finally we say Ram Gamliel Hayoimer, Koshloyomer, Shloshadwarme, Ilba Pesach, Leyatsi In fact, the Emek Bracha says, that the Rambam in Parak Zayin of Hilchos Chavetz clearly delineates these three distinctive qualities of the mitzvahs of Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim, of Sipor Yitzias Mitzrayim. The Rambam in Parak Zayin Halacha Beis says, Mitzvah Lahidia Lebanim. That's the question and the answer. In Halacha Dalid, the Rambam says, Maskil Begnosu Messiah Bishvach. And in Halacha Hey, the Rambam says, Mishalayomer Shloshet Varmelu. And the Rambam concludes that Dvarim Elu Kula Nekroim Hagada. That's the definition of Hagada. These three distinctive qualities of Zakhira Sutsias Mitzrayim. So here we have another way to approach what we call the structure of the Hagada. First, Manishtana Avadamayinu question and answer. Maschil Begnosu Messiah Beshvach, the narrative. And Rangamil Hayoimer Ta'ame Hamitzlis. This is the well-known answer of Reb Chaim. I'm here tonight to tell you that I humbly believe there are a number of other answers to Reb Chaim's question. And then we have to go back and see how do we understand Reb Chaim. I believe there's another major aspect of the Haggadah that we do not even attempt to fulfill every other night of the year. Not only is there a major aspect of the Haggadah, I would maintain that the definition that we began with, what does the word Haggadah mean? 
to say, to relate, that is perhaps not necessarily the very definition of the word Haggadah. The Rambam mentions there's another aspect that has to be expounded and spoken about the night of the Seder. The Rambam, in fact, says this element of Sipriyatis Mitzrayim is so important that aside from the well-known idea that Kol Hamar Be'lesaper B'tiyas Mitzrayim Harezem Meshubach, the Rambam says, Kol Hamoysif Umarich Bidrash Parshazu Harezem Meshubach, that there's another subject that needs to be spoken about the night of the Mitzrayim, aside from what we call Sipor, and this is so integral that we could apply the rule called Hamar Beharezim Meshubach just to this aspect of the Haggadah. And that is the Ramam says, based on the Mishnah Sakhim, Doireish Me'arami Oyvedavi. You have to expand upon what is known as the Parsha Mikrobikur. The Parsha Kisavai, where you have the farmer, he has a ripened grape or pomegranate, and he's going up to the base Hamikdash, and this would be the last expected passage that would be required reading the night of the Seder. I mean, we have, we have enough subject material, we have enough content in Shemois, Ba'ira, Ba'i, that you would expect, you wouldn't expect, you know what you have to talk about the night of the Seder? Some random partial in Kisavai, where the farmer is going up to bring his new crop and to offer gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Agavorcha, Mesiach Lefituma, in the course of this conversation, he mentions that the difficult origins of the Jewish people and Lavan tried to destroy us and Hashem and we went down to Egypt and Hashem took us out. Why, Neman, why speak about, why emphasize the quote in Kisavoy of what happens in Shemois and Bai? What's the source of this? Why does the Mishnah require this? And the Arsameach discovers a very interesting makar for the obligation to emphasize the parsha of Mikra Bikurim, the night of the Seder. The Gemara M'sach Vandaf brings the drush of Shmuel, that matzah is called Lethem Oini. And the word Oini, pronounced Oini, can refer to something that you speak about. The Gemara Darshan's Lethem Sha'oinim Alav Dvarim Harbe. Bread you talk a lot about. What are you talking about? There's a lot of talk to talk about this bread. A lot of effort goes into planting the wheat, to cultivating it, to harvesting it, to grinding it. And people have to spend a good part of the year earning money to pay for it as well. But what are you required to speak about the night of the Seder? So Rashi says, Hallel v'hagoda. It's a loaded Rashi. You're required to talk about the matzah. What are you required to say? Halal and the Haggadah. And th- that, those two words are a goldmine. Those two words of Rashi are a goldmine because then it comes out that Halal and Haggadah are, in a way, an element of the fulfillment of Achilas Matzah. And while the Minchaskinuch struggles, why would women be saved in the midst of Sipur Mitzrayim? It's a mitzvah, mitzvah saseh, shazman gromo. Some Rishonim say women are exempt from the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And the stiplers suggest, well, maybe women are thayiv in Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, not as a mitzvah 
by itself. But since women are chayiv in matzah, and a chilek of the mitzvah of matzah is Haggadah, so women are chayiv l'saper b'yitzis mitzrayim, part and parcel of the mitzvah of matzah. That's the interpretation of Rashi. There's a lot to speak about that, Rashi. However, there are some mayathal asserts that the Rambam has a different definition of the words where else in the Torah says Arsameath do we have the expression Aniyah, speaking up, declaring? Because this is Matzah, it doesn't say Lechem Shemedabrim Alav, Lechem Sha'imrim Alav Dvarim, Lechem Sha'imrim Alav, that you answer. Where else in the Torah do we have the expression Aniyah? Lo and behold, says the Meshachafman, or Sameach. We have this expression by the parish of Mikro Bikurim. Ve'anisa ve'anisa. Not just merely to say, to proclaim, to declare. Says or Sameach in the opinion of the Rambam. From the words, Oimi, we derive that Matzah requires that you say a parsha over it. That is referred to in the Torah as the Anisa, namely the Parsha Mikrobikurim. The Parsha Mikrobikurim is an essential aspect of the Mitzvah of Matzah. If I may, I never said this before. I was thinking, there's an interesting Ritzvah. You know, you ever wonder, the end of the Seder is Nirzah. What is Nirzah? Piyuter. Is Nirzah integral to the Seder? Or is it just a nice ending? It's a way for the kids to remember the night. Is there any halachic imperative in Nirza? It's a very interesting ritva. The ritva says, the Anisa by Mikrobikurim, you need to sing Mikrobikurim. Shenemar batan lohem miriam. The word the Anisa means to sing. Shevach vizemer. Could it be then? that there is an interpretation of Lechem Oini, Lechem Shemizamrim Olav, Lechem Shemeshabchim Olav. And in that case, Nirza would not just be piyutim that happened to develop in the course of history, but perhaps it's integral to the mitzvah of Matzah. And even though it's not Mamish Al-Hamatzah, maybe the Halel is also a dimension. I believe some Rishonim say the Halel, the night of the Seder, is Darach Shira, not Darach Likrais. Be it as it may, the Arsameach says the Ramam is of the opinion that the word Oini refers to the parasha of Mikra Bikurim. And the question is, okay, I understand. There might be a biblical source that we have to recite the parasha of Mikra Bikurim, the night of the Seder, but why? What's the rationale behind it? What's the basis for it? What's the logic of that? There's so many other passages about Yitzhak Mitzrayim that we could have expounded upon what, what is so important about the parish of Mikrobikor. The Maral asks a very fundamental mit- uh, question on the Haggadah. We know if somebody were to daven an essay and they would say, Hakel, Haggadah, Hagibar, Vahanoira, Vahadir, Vahachazak, and go on and on and on with superlatives, the Gemara says, Meshaskin, I say. Not correct. Mi Yamala Hashem. You can't just endlessly praise Hashem. So I asked Maral, so why do we say, We should have a legislated text. 
and you should stick to the text, and that's it. When you're done with the text, call it a day. How do you have a right to even apply the concept of kalhamar baharezem shuvach? And the Maral says that the purpose and the objective of Haggadah is not merely to say over a story. It's not merely to praise Hashem. What would be, says the Maral? Someone was down on their luck. And they were a shlamazol, a They had no job. They had no clothing. They had not, nothing in life. And someone yanked them out of the abyss. And somebody gave them an occupation gave them clothing, gave them a home, set up their family. And the recipient would then go over to the Benetak country. Shkayach. It's Russia. Shkayach? That's all you could say? Shkayach? You can't just say thank you. <laughs> you have to enumerate whatever you can, as much as possible, all of the benefits that your benefactor bestowed upon you. So not, I'll never be able to list everything. Well, give it a shot. Give it your best. How about starting? Because if you don't give it a try and you don't give it your best shot, that's just kafoi toiva. That's ingratitude. Says the Maral, the purpose of Haggadah Shal Pesach is hoida, gratitude to Baruch Now perhaps we understand why the parsha of Mikro Bikurim is so essential to Haggadah Shal Pesach. If the Haggadah was merely about narrative, we don't really need it. But if it's an expression of gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rashi, as we know, states on the words, Be'amarta Elov. What does Rashi say? Be'amarta Elov, She'encha Kafoi Toiva. The purpose of the Parsha of Mikrobikurim is to express gratitude. And perhaps that's the emphasis of the Parsha of Mikrobikurim, the night of the Seder. We're all familiar. We have Dalit Kaisais, the Marsha and Brothais, the Gra and the Haggadah. Why Dalit Kaisais? Why is the number four so prominent the night of the Seder? It corresponds to the Dalit Hatsrikam Lahaydais. The Rush writes that the three Matsois ideally should be made out of one Isaroin of Soilas. Why? Because the Lachne Taida, three breads, we're made out of one Isarain. Yeah, what do the matzah have to do with the last metoida? Says the rush, because it's keneged, the arba atzri from lahaydais. I believe the Beis Yosef says that. So we see the night of the Seder, we're not just uh, relating a story. This is not just narrative. There's a certain responsibility that we have, specifically the night of the Seder. Maybe the rest of the year, it suffices. We could say, We just need to recollect, God took us out of Egypt. There is no requirement of expressing gratitude for that great benefit. But the purpose of the night of the Seder is to have an overwhelming feeling of Hence the emphasis on the parasha of Mikrobikurim. In fact, look at Targum Yonason ben Uziel. Targum Yonason ben Uziel says, Uvatsal akoyen asher hiya banyomimayim. V'amarto elov. He got it to ye. He got it to ye. That's an important word. The Sefer Atishvi says the word Hagoda comes from V'hi got it to lebimcha. 
says Targum Yoinusan Benuziel. He guaranteed. We thank you. The word he guaranteed means we thank you. So then maybe the word Hadada is sourced in the word he guaranteed in the Parsha Mikrabikurim. And in fact, Matsasi Banafshi, the Avudraham writes explicitly the word Haggadah is derived from the Pasuk, he got it to Yahyaim, like the parish of the Targum Yonasan, who, by the way, was not written by Rav Yonasan. Really? I never heard that. Yeah, Rav Yonasan ben Uziel did not write Targum Yonasan ben Uziel. Who says that? The Fidah. I believe the Maritzia says well. Fidah says nobody disputes this. Why is it called Targum Yonasan ben The printers made it up to distinguish it from Targum Yushami. The Gemara says explicitly that Yonasan ben Uziel wrote a Targum on Nevi'im. Uncles wrote a Targum on the Chumash. Just the Gemara doesn't say Targum Yonasan ben Uziel wrote Yonasan ben Uziel wrote Al-Hatayram. It's Targum Yushami. Be it as it may, Avudraham writes explicitly that the word Haggadah means could it be then that we've now come to possibly a new answer to Reb Chaim's question? Reb Chaim wants to know if there's a mitzvah of Zechiras Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim every night of the year. What is unique about the mitzvah the night of the Seder? Could it be that the unique quality of Haggadah is that it's not to remember, but it's to express gratitude? Maybe that is fundamentally different from the mitzvah the rest of the year. We'll come back perhaps to address Rabbi Chaim soon. Last year, I encountered in the Haggadah of the Shem Yishmuel. Shem Yishmuel brings in the name of his illustrious father, the Avnei Nezer. What does the word Haggadah mean? Shem Yishmuel says, my father, the Avnei Nezer, would say, the word Haggadah comes from the Pasuk, Vayaged Moshe, or Vihigaratalabincha, says the Shem Yishmuel, the name of his father, let's look at Targum Onkelos, a very exotic source. Targum Onkelos translates the word Vihigarata Vichavi. What does Vichavi mean? To point. To point. The word Vihigarata doesn't mean to say. Doesn't mean to relate. Doesn't mean to talk about. It means to point. Meaning the night of the sea that's not enough. Okay, now where are we up to? Okay, we're up to Manashtana. Manashtana And to say every word properly with every shvanash, shvanach, melel, melra, and grouping it together. Okay, I was yoitzi, the amira of this part. Where are we up to now? Okay, avadamayinu. Avadamayinu. Okay, where are we up to now? There's no mitzvah to say the Haggadah. It's not a mitzvah of recitation. It's a mitzvah of demonstration. Perhaps similar to the Girs of the Rambam, Chayv Adam Leharais. The mitzvah says the Shem Yishmol is to be able to show your children, demonstrate to your children, bring it alive, make it something that you could describe so vividly that you could say, Matzah zu, maror zu, this is happening to me. That's a different dimension of the mitzvah the night of the Seder that is perhaps very different than every other night of the year. 
Every other night of the year, all you need to do is remember the narrative. The night of the sea, there, there's no mitzvah to remember. And there's no mitzvah to say over. And there's no mitzvah to recite even. Perhaps the mitzvah is fundamentally different. Again, the Shemi Shmuel just quotes the Avnei Nezer. With this definition, we're suggesting that perhaps this would be another possible approach to answer Reb Chaim's question of how Zeshiras Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is different than, how Sipra Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is different than Zechira every night of the year. So that's what I saw last year. This year, I think I came across another answer to Rokhaim's question. I'm afraid to say it. But we'll say it Bederach Efsher. You'll tell me what you think. This answer doesn't come from Targum Yonis Amenaziel. This, this answer does not come from Targum Onkelos. This comes from a really exotic source. A really far out Laramakaim. You ready who says this? Rashi. Rashi. I looked at the Pasuk Vihigata Talabimcha. And Rashi doesn't really say what the words Vigata Talabencha mean. But on the Pasuk before, Rashi sure does say what Vigata Talabencha means. Listen to this. Listen to a Rashi. Says Rashi on the Pasuk before Vigata Talabencha. Says Rashi, Vigata Milamedcha. This teaches you. Shatiftach loyata. You should initiate to your son Bidivre Agada with Agadic teaching. Hamushkinasalev that draw his heart. I must confess I've seen this Rashi before. Many, many times, and nothing hit me. Until this year I decided, you know, I'm learning Khumish with Rashi. I should learn Khumish with Rashi with a penulfo. I have to tell you, my learning of Chumash and Rashi was taken to a, a new level. Uh, Rav Olbam likes to say over, you know, Kine Lefafavar. Kine is a read, a pen. Your pen should be your friend. It was a very good friend. When you have a pen in your hand, you, you see new things in the words. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I believe Rashi is redefining what the word Vihigarata means. Vihigarita doesn't mean to speak. It doesn't mean to tell. It doesn't mean like Targum Yonasan to thank. And it doesn't mean like Unclus to point. I believe Rashi's saying it means Why is Agada called Agada? The Gemara in Shabbos said, Vayaged Moshe. Dvarim hamoishkin libay shal adam ke agada. Vayadi means to draw, to pull, to extend, to elicit. I believe similar to the concept of good athis, good asik. You have a wall, it doesn't go up, it doesn't go down. Well, let's apply the principle. We could extend it upward, we could extend it downward. The word vihigadetolabincha. Draw your child. 
pull him, pull on his heartstrings, pull on his curiosity. We're all familiar. There's certain activities we're required to do the night of the say that we give out kloyos, we eat expeditiously. Perhaps this is all part of the mitzvah of You need to draw the child. You need at least to get the kid to ask, Huh? If all he's going to do is ask, Mazois, you've done your job. Halavai, he could ask, formulate a sophisticated, a sophisticated question. But if all he's going to do is, What? What's going on? All right, you accomplished something. You were Mikhayim, but he got it to, you drew him out. You pulled on his heart. By the way, in the Mechilta, Rebbe Leza ben Harkinus interprets the words, Vehamon kizera, God love on the word God, it draws the appetite, it whets the appetite. Could then Rashi, there's a beautiful Lashayin, in the Shita Mekubetzas, in Bav Metziah Gimel, Rashi was, Avihem v'rabam shel Yisra. The father and the Rebbe of the Jewish people. Could it be that according to Rashi, we have a third new answer to Rabbi question? The rest of the year, you just have to remember the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. The night of the Seder, there's no mitzvah to remember. There's not even a mitzvah to talk about it. The mitzvah is, what can you do to draw the heart of your child? And maybe that's where the word Haggadah comes from. So, B'siyat I think we're presenting three novel interpretations of the word Haggadah. We have the interpretation of Targum Yonasem ben Uziel, the Oidinon, gratitude, thanks. We have the interpretation of Targum Unklus, the Chavi, to point. And we have the interpretation of Avihem Barabban Shal Yisrael Rashi. And that is Lahamshith, to draw on their heart. Certainly Rukhayim knew everything we're saying. Perhaps Rukhayim was just answering the question in a halachic sense. What are the what are the differences? What are the in halachic parameters of how you go about fulfilling expressing gratitude, fulfilling pointing and demonstrating? fulfilling, drawing their heart. So Rukhayim said the halachic parameters are question and answer, you say the whole story, you, you're doresh, the reason of the mitzvahs. But all of these, the fulfillment of these three elements of what is unique about the night of the city, there perhaps would be a fulfillment of both Targum Yunus and an expression of gratitude, Targum Unklus, demonstration, and Rashi, of course, Lahamshech S. Liban. So I got a new Haggadah this year. It's called Mkir Lachayim from Mkhaim Falaji. And I'm flipping through it. And I see by Halach Ma'anya it says Piska Aleph. Okay. And then by Manishtana it says Piska Beis. So what's going on over here? Piskais? What are these Piskais? I start flipping through. And by the bracha of Gaal Yisrael, it says Piskanun. And that's it. And then Rukhaim Falaji explains. He says that he broke up Magid into 50 parts. Why? 
as is well known, and the Gross speaks about this, how many times in Hamisha Chomshei Torah does it talk about Yitzhak Mitzrayim? The Gra quotes Tikkun Zayar 50 times. And the reason Rav Haim Falaji brings from the Shevet Musur is because had the Rebbeisham not taken us out of Mitzrayim, we would have fallen to the point of no return, which is known as the Sharnon. By the way, as an aside, even though it's pretty accepted, there's this point of no return called the Sharnon. Not everybody agrees that this 50th gate even exists. Our Chaim HaKadosh talks about it. The Ramak talks about it. The Gros says it doesn't exist. The Gain and Mishle says there are only 49 levels of Tumah. That's the meaning of the Pasuk. Kol, Koyal, Pa'al, Hashem, Lamanehu. God made 50 levels of Kedusha. Vigam, Rosh. For the Russia, there's only Vigam, 49. The Leshem brings the Machloikis, this Machloikis between the Gura and the Ramak, and he says the Gura is correct. But even so, this is commonly quoted, even the Beis Alevi and Parashas Boy quotes from the Ari that had we remained in Mitzrayim a moment longer, we would fall into the Shachamishim. Baruch Chaim Falaji says, and this is interesting, just as an approach to the structure of the Haggadah. I mean, whoever counted how many paragraphs there are in the Haggadah. It's interesting that the body of Magid has 50 piskais to indicate how we remained there a moment longer, we would have fallen to this point of no return, the 50th gate of Tuma. Okay, once we're at it, so there are 50 chapters of the Haggadah. How many words in the Haggadah? That's a good one. So I have a sefer at home. It's called Ahavas Torah of Repinchas Zalman Ish Horowitz. He was one of the early Asroinim who counted different segments of Tfilois, of different parts of the Torah. And he says that he counted from the beginning of Magid until the end of Gal Yisrael 1,800 and 20 words in the Haggadah. Okay, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> and he said, lo and behold, he also counted the number of times the shame Havaya appears in Chamisha Chomshetar. Through 1,820 mentions of the shame Havaya in Chamisha Chomshetar. Wow, you know, now we're on to something. What possibly could be the connection between the number of words in the Haggadah Shal Pesach and the number of times the Shem Havaya appears in the Chumash. So perhaps we could suggest as follows. You know, there's a big question. By Makas Kinim, the Khartoumim said to Paroi, Paroi hardened his heart. I don't understand. What does A have to do with B? The Khartoumim just said, This is Eloikim. And then in response to that, Paroi hardens his heart? How do we understand that Pasuk? Ask the Tzlach. That's the question on the night So there's a very important and very compelling teaching of the Ari that's quoted by the Shlach HaKadosh. The question is, Paroi, was he a Mammon or was he a Kaifer? You know, the first, he says, Hashem HaTzadik, Vanid Ami Arashoyim. He says, Mi Hashem HaTzadik, Rabbi He says, Eloik, uh, um, Yosef says, Bil Adai, Eloikim Yanesh, Lein Paris, so Paris says back, 
You know, he's really vacillating. He might he might want to consider running for office. Does Paroi believe in God or does he not believe in God? So that result says like this. Paroi had a very great rabbi. His name was Yosef. Yosef says, Paroi, here's the lesson today. So Paroi says over, says, very good. You taught me there's Eloikim. But Paroi believed in Eloikim. He believed in Derechateva. He believed in nature. He believed God created a system called Teva, called nature. He set it into motion. Then Hashem took a step back and he lets the world run. Harry believed in Eli Kim. But he was a Kaifer in the Shem Havani. Me Hashem. I don't believe that a Kaddish world could come in and override the system. That Harry didn't believe in Eli Kim. Me Hashem. So when the Khartoumim said, I know Elohim. Elohim, I, I, I knew a long time ago. I knew from Yosef. What are you telling me? So Moshe takes the stick. The stick has on it the Yud Kei Vavke. He wags it in power of state. Start, get that, get that out of here. I don't, I don't accept the Yud Kei Vavke. So the purpose of the Makos were Lamanteda Kiani Hashem. Kiani Hashem The whole purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is to demonstrate to the world. Perhaps that accounts for the corresponding number of words in Agadr Shel Pesach that are commensurate with the times that the Shem Havaya appears in Kamishet Shetar. Okay, let's try this. This is very original. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this. I think this is a unique perspective of the flow of the Haggadah Shopasa. So we start off with a story. Maisa, Rebbe Eliezer, Rebbe Yeshua, Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah, Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Tarfain. And you got to wonder. I mean, Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah was there. Rebbe Yeshua was there. All of the great Hanum were there, but there is one God will be so conspicuously absent. Where's the Nasi? Where's Ram Gamliel? Now, I don't know, maybe he, you know, not such a question. By the way, there are not that many accounts of Siddharim in Tanahitic sources. There happens to be another account of a famous Seder with Rabin Gamliel, where the Toisefta says that Ram Gamliel was with the Zakanim in Lud. But it's also interesting, if that happened at the same time, they were doing very different things. What were these five Tanoam doing in Bnei Brak? How you misaprim, yitzhiyas mitzrayim, Ram Gamliel wasn't doing that. Ram Gamliel was involving himself in Hilchais Pesach kol halayla. Okay. We know there's a shayla, the briskarov is very busy with whether one is mekayim, the mitzvah of sipo yitzhiyas mitzrayim, by speaking about Hilchois Pesach, where the Tosefta seems to indicate that, in fact, you are Mekai the Mitzvah of Sipur by speaking about Halacha. But why do we have these two different approaches in general to the Mitzvah of Sipur And why is Amgamil not there? You know, the Rambam has and presents his Nusuf of the Haggadah. And I think the Rambam. In his Nusuf of the Agoda, by adding one word, 
is going to give us a very interesting insight into when this story took place. Because I also, also always wondered, Rabbi Lezben Azari says, I hold really you should talk about Yitzhak Mitzrayim every night of the year, but I was loizochisi. I can never prevail over the Chakom. And the Baratinur says, Lenitzachti. Until that day, like, why couldn't he? He, he wasn't forthful enough. Why wasn't Rebelezim and Azariah able to present his opinion in a way where he was able to establish it as authoritative? We asked in the beginning of the shir, why would the Haggadah even begin? That with this mission, other Rebelezim and Azariah said that Masapra Nisias Mitzrayim Balilois, Hariani Kvenshevim Shana, Velois Achisis Chitamra Yisias Mitzrayim Balilois, so the briskarov and the Hemek Bracha, they say very simply, we start off by establishing there's a mitzvah to talk about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim every single night of the year. So the question implicitly is, so what's special about tonight? And then the Haggadah goes on to explain question and answer, the whole narrative, and the reasons for the mitzvahs. But the Rambam adds one word in his Nusuk of the Haggadah. Omar, not Omar Rabbi Elizabeth Azariah, Omar Lohem Rebbe Elizabeth Azariah. Rebbe Elizabeth Azariah, that historic Seder in B'nai Brat with Rebbe Eliezer and Rebbe Yeshua and Rebbe Akiva and Rebbe Tarflin, he turns to them and he says, by the way, I feel like I'm 70 years old, but really I'm 18. It was on that day. That historic Seder took place on that day. You all remember the story in Brachos. It's like... The most well-known Gemara and Shas, you have the saga around Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua. Question is, Rabbi Yeshua says, Rishos. Rabbi Gamliel said, do you say Rishos? Rabbi Yeshua said, no, not me, I know. And Rabbi Gamliel made him stand up and the Chachamim were, were upset. Rabbi Gamliel was antagonizing Rabbi Yeshua. So they decided to depose Rabbi Gamliel and they made Rabbi Lezben Azariah the Nasi because he was wealthy, he was 10th he was generation from Ezra and he wasn't involved with, in the strife between Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua. And Rebbe Lezmanazariah asks his wife, and, he, and she says, don't do it, and he does it, he takes the Nesios. And interestingly, the Gemara says that on that day, a certain position maintained by Rav Gamliel until then was abdicated. Rav Gamliel had a very strong stance on who is allowed into the Beis HaMedrash. Rav Gamliel held call. Talmud chain toichloi kebaroi al yikonis the base hamedrash. You got to be as good on the on the inside as you are on the inside, as you are on the outside. So Gamliel would stand at the door of the base hamedrash and he would look into your soul and he would say, "You could come in. You make a left turn on the corner." And when Gamliel was deposed, the Gemara says either four hundred benches were added or seven hundred benches were added, until ultimately Gamliel asked Rabbi Yeshua for mechilah. Rabbi Yeshua said no. So Gamliel said, do it, Laman Kvoid base Avi. So Rishul was Michael him. And they reinstated Ram Gamliel. And the question was, you know, who speaks one? Should we do one and one? It would be too much jealousy. What did they do ultimately? Three to Ram Gamliel, one to Rebel Azariah. You ready for this? The first thing we need to do, the night of the Seder, is we need to have an open door policy. Do you think the, the Rasha and the Sha'inu the Elishal and the Tum is coming into the Beis HaMedras? If there's a policy 
that kol talmid sheim toichoi kebaroi ali kane sveisamet. Is it possible the Haggadah must begin? Amar Rebbelezer ben Azaria, Hare ani kvenshem. Oh, he's like he's like he's seventy years old. When was that? Oh, that was the day Ram Gamliel was deposed. In other words, this is the one night of the year. We don't apply the rule. Stay away from the Russia. Altizvado la Russia. Tirfak mena Russia. No, 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 no. The first thing we do is we, we've established the new Nasi in town is Revelezov and Azaria. It's Nitoisu Hasaf Sol. We're adding to the benches. We cannot maintain the policy of Ram Gamliel, the night of the saint. So we start off on Revelezov and Azaria. Hareya ni kvem shana. No wonder why until that day Revelezov and Azaria could not assert his view that Misapra Mitzias Litzaran Balelois, not in front of Ram Gamliel. Even Rabbi Yeshua who's many years senior, Rabbi Lezman Azariah, could not assert his view in the presence of Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel said to Rabbi Yeshua, did you say Amar Vizhus? He said, no. So you think Rabbi Lezman Azariah at 18 years old in the presence of Rabbi Gamliel wouldn't be able to establish his viewpoint? But once Rabbi Gamliel is deposed, Rabbi Lezman Azariah has the courage to say, Ariani Kivem Shem Shonat. Now I'm ready to establish my viewpoint. The Haggadah has to begin at, with Rebbe Lezeb and Azariah as, at the helm in order to allow all the children into the house. In fact, I saw in Rav Moshe Weiss's Haggadah, he quotes the Sifrei Chassidus. It comes from Likute Maran, Rav Nachman of Breslov. Rabbi Senu, Higia, Zeman, Kriya Shema, Shel Shacharis. Shacharis is Rashi Tevois. Chacham. Russia, Tam, Shaniya de Elishal, Shaniya de Elishal, Chatham, Russia, Tam. This was the viewpoint that allows all the Kinderlach into the house. So I think Bederach Drush, in a way, you could view the structure of the Haggadah as a reenactment of the episode on Ram Gamliel and Rablazim and Azariah. If you want to, why wasn't Ram Gamliel at that Seder? Now we understand why Ram Gamliel wasn't at that Seder. It was that day. According to the Ramam, it was that very day. He certainly is not joining them the whole night in the Seder. But Ram Gamliel makes a comeback. Because at the end of the night, we bring Ram Gamliel back into the scene. Now it's interesting. The Ram Gamliel in the Gemara Brachas is Ram Gamliel of Yavne. The Ram Gamliel, at the end of the Seder, the Rashabat says was also Ram Gamliel. The Avna, even though the Chidah disputes that, we'll go with the Rashabat. So just like in that episode, Ram Gamliel and Rabbi Yishon, Rabbi at the end of the day, Ram Gamliel comes back, so too in the Haggadah, Ram Gamliel comes back. Once we get the kids into the front door, I don't think when they brought Ram Gamliel back into the Beis Medrash and he was Doirish three weeks, then all the all those who were Ain Toichem Kadarim had a leave. I assume they were grandfathered in. So once all the kids are in the house and Rabbi Lezman Azaria was at the helm, even though we bring Ram Gamliel back, the kids could split. So you say, but what? wait a second. Rabbi Lezman Azaria didn't split time with Ram Gamliel. Ram Gamliel got three weeks. Rabbi Lezman Azaria got one exactly. So Rabbi Lezman Azaria makes one statement in the Haggadah. Rabbi Gamliel, kol shloyamar shloisha dvarim Ram Gamliel gets his three halafas. 
Now, when Gamliel asked for Yeshua for forgiveness, he asked that they should forgive him in honor of his father. Who's his father? You would have thought it's Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, his father. Rabbi Nisim on the side of the page says, no, he meant Hillel. So just in case you didn't, you, you don't, you don't feel that this drasha is compelling, the Haggadah continues. After Ram Gamliel Hayoimer, it says, Zecher Lamikdash Kehillel. So there's a very beautiful symmetry between the Haggadah Shel Pesach and that uh, episode in Brachais. And it's not just to parallel a story in the Gemara, but perhaps to bring to our attention of the importance of while the rest of the year, perhaps some children, it's more difficult. Laham sheches libak, as Rashi says. The night of the Seder, everyone has a front row seat. Everyone is into the base matters. It doesn't matter whether you're taifai kabarai, doesn't matter what kind of sun it is, everybody is invited in. Even if you're not on the Madriga, like the Shmuel says, typically we do orchats before Kadesh. Berachats basar. Typically, it's Sur Meira and then Ma'asetayv. The night of the Seder, first we do Kadesh. We could just jump into Kadusha. It doesn't matter what Madriga one is on. And finally, Aha'ara of the Briskarov. I saw this in the favor Shailat. Briskarov says, you know, typically, even when you buy a book, you want to know what a book is all about. So you examine the beginning of the book, you examine the end of the book, and that gives you a pretty good idea of what the book is all about. The Gemara even says about the Torah. The Torah is Kulei Chesed. It begins, Hashem clothed the Adam Rishon. It ends, Hashem buried Moshe Rabbeinu. It begins with Chesed. It ends with Chesed. It's Kulei Chesed. Well, apply, applying that methodology to the Haggadah, isn't it unusual that the Haggadah begins, Hashato HaHosho L'Shon HaHabob HaRav Yisrael, and ends, L'Shon HaHabob Yerushalayim? I mean, that's a very beautiful beginning and ending, but it has absolutely nothing to do with the subject matter of the Haggadah. The subject matter of the Haggadah is ancient history, is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. You know, I'm all, we're always down for a good Lashana Habab Yerushalayim. But you could inject that at the beginning and end of any liturgy, and people would be happy. But why specifically Haggadah Shel Pesach? How is Lashana Habab Yerushalayim thematic to the subject matter of the Haggadah? Says the Baal Nesibos Hamishpat on the words Alachas Kama Vekama Tov Kfula Umechupelas. What is this expression Kfula Umechupelas? The Makos happen; they happen one time. They're not. How are they doubled and quadrupled? How are they layered? Ravina Vakaye in many many Makaymas, at least six places on, in Chumash, in Kanakemas, and other Makaymas. Ravina Vakaye says a lesson like this: Kol Hanaviim Maskimim Pe'Efad. All the prophets are unanimous that the final redemption will parallel precisely the exodus of Egypt. Like it says, It's not just point of reference. I redeemed you from Mitzrayim. I will redeem you in the future. No. Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was the the pre-enactment. The events with which the Bershon brought to the world as a trial run to ultimately bring the final redemption. Rabbi Bachani says, well, the Makos will repeat themselves. There'll be another Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. There'll be another Kriyas Yamsuf. There'll be another sojourn in the Midbar. Every detail of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim will repeat itself. Actually, what happened in Mitzrayim was a trial run on a smaller scale than what will happen to Asa 
And the Ramchal says that by reciting the events of the Haggadah, that is part of creating the Masayavos to be able to bring about the Simulabhanim that is the Gulashlema. So this observation of the Briskarov, I think is very insightful when we recognize that if your children ask, why are we so busy relating events that took place 3,300 years ago? It's not about ancient It's not about what happened in the past. It's not about something that happened to our forefathers. It did happen to our forefathers. And it happened to us as well. But it's much more than that. By reciting the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, we're speaking about the pre-enactment of coming attractions for the Jewish people. We need to tell our children, you know, what we're reading tonight is not just something that happened in the past. This is a narrative on a smaller scale of what will occur again, Lanu Ulvanenu. To the extent where Chazal say that Pesach Asidim Libatel, meaning the significance of it will be but if you wanted to sum up in one sentence, what is the tafless of speaking about these events, of remembering these events, of why the Yerushalayim have brought them in the first place? It was in order to create the Gula Asida, and therefore the perfect beginning and the perfect ending of Agadah Shel Pesach is Lashana Haba Yerushalayim. So again, I thank I thank you for the opportunity to share with you some thoughts this evening, and we should all takabizoitha. That by reading the Haggadah, the Oedinon thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Yishaveh by demonstrating, as Rashi says, by being Moishek Liban, we should be Zoycha, that Kimet Seis Chameretz Mitzrayim, Aren on a Flois, we should be Zoycha, Lashana Hababi Rishalayim. Thank you, man. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.